There was something in the air that night. It shines so bright. Fernando. What is that? It's ABBA. Remember when I sang that at the beginning of the episode we just recorded part of? <laughs> Fuck. Oh, I guess we only had two dots. At least I caught it now. Yeah. And not when you were editing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, at least now we can do a pod. That'll be somewhat forced. Because <laughs> a lot of these things we're going to have to say again. Oh, man. How was your week? <laughs> no, how did we start it off? Uh, you did Fernando, and then we talked about ABBA. Oh, yeah, ABBA. Thoughts? <laughs> oh, I love ABBA, though. I never got into ABBA. I, was always, I did like a couple of the Bee Jesus songs, but I only liked them... I mean, obviously, there are the hits that you listen to at weddings and shit. Yeah. Uh, or skate parks or rinks. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the Bee Gees, other, you know, they wrote a lot of great songs that were done, like, by other people. Like, Graham Parsons did uh, You Don't Know What It's Like. And uh, that's really the only one I know. It is hot, 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 hot outside. Yeah, it is. It's uh, a good time of year to have central air. I'll tell you that much. You know what? I've got two units. I'm wearing a hoodie inside. I don't even play my electric bill. It is full rigid. <laughs> it's so... Otto's like... Brr. Fuck you, polar bears. Annie's getting comfy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, and it's... The thing that I hate about LA is like in Kansas, it's like August, a little bit of September... But by the end of September, you're good. Uh, L.A. seems to go right into October. Just a blazing. Oh, and it goes all the way through October, the heat. Oh, I hope not. I hope you're wrong about that. Halloween is always so hot. I feel like there's October, like, the goes, goes full bore October, then you get two weeks where you're like, ha-ha, it's fall. And then there's another week and a half of fuck you. So the rest of summer's, October. Summer's back. Yeah. And so then it's like, and then right after Halloween, they're like, <laughs> all right, here's November. <laughs> See, I came around. <laughs> I saw your side of things. You just had to talk it out. I just had to talk it out. But the, again, there's that two week. the first two weeks in October, we were like, fuck yeah. Oh, my agent called today and booked another gig and which is what he does and i literally had to be like okay 21 is done i'm not doing any more weeks in 21 because after this week i have three weeks off total and one of those is christmas mm. and i wouldn't even have that off except christmas comes on a saturday or a friday this year oh nice so it kind of works out uh but yeah so get ready America, I'm fucking coming at you. <laughs> From every angle. From every angle. Uh, and doing a lot of weird shit. But hey, I'm making a bunch of money. Go, America, go. Yeah, according to the, according to a Google search by our cousin Brock, Chris is worth $18.8 million. Yeah, there's no way. And I told the family I would have had to save every dollar I had. Then... Got into a time machine <laughs> and then gone back to 1993, put all of that money into Google, and then maybe, maybe, maybe I'd have $18 million. Because <laughs> uh, there's no, my best year 
was not even close to that. Like, whatever a quarter of an 18th is. <laughs> oh, man. I made, I made it into... My cousin Brock's actually the only person that could tell you that. Uh, it would be one whatever four times 18 is, so 36, uh, 12... 72. It would be 170. I've made 172nd of that. So. Man. Uh, there it is. I don't, I don't even, I can't even, I'm a nosy person and I really want to know what that number is, but I can't, the math, I don't even know how to put that into a calculator. Yeah. I think my best year was like a quarter mil. And I nice. think, I think it was a lot less. Actually, it was less than that. I think it was a fifth of a mil, which is when you have to stop saying a, of mil? a mil. You yeah. Anything below it. a quarter. Yeah. He is not mill. No, no, I made a sixth of a million dollars last year. <laughs> Tenth of a million dollars, baby. <laughs> Fucking, I'm doing, you know, I'm not a, I'm almost a millionaire. I'm just. Just got to rent this house for 20 more years. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'll be able to afford my house. Oh, shit. Oh, Lord. Uh, What did we mention in the first one? We talked about something. There was something in the air that night. Uh, uh, stretch marks. So How do we get into stretch marks? Oh, the genetics. Oh yes. So you did your twenty-three and me. Yeah, I did do my twenty-three and me. Turns out we're only uh, half as black as Dad was. Is is Dad is uh, one point eight percent black, and we are like point eight percent black. Yeah, at least I am. At least Andy is. I want to get mine done. I want to see what the differences are between Andy and I. Cause, uh, yeah. Uh, we look very uh, not similar. Uh, oh, my God. I can find birth. I can find blood relatives. What? I can find blood relatives. You know all your blood relatives. There might be some mystery ones. <laughs> <laughs> when I, I ordered this 23 and me I told mom and dad I was like you both have six weeks to come clean <laughs> <God damn it. laughs> uh, but honestly I it's weird I'm, I'm so short uh you are short well for our family I'm short I'm a normal sized girl yeah, yeah yeah very much so uh but yeah it is weird you know we're likely to get gout I don't even know what gout is. Where you puff up like a like you're full of water. I thought that was with your. I thought I had something to do with your feet. I mean, you can get it in your hands. You can get it. You can get gout anywhere, Chris. And what what causes gout? Just genetics, or is there like a bad lifestyle? Or oh, I'm you know well now that I'm a 23 and Me doctor. Is there a way I can avoid gout? Is there a way I can do a gout free lifestyle? Uh yeah, probably stop oh, eating things that are high in gout. <laughs> have you ever had gout cakes it's like crab cakes but it's got gout in it and oh it's just said you can click on your parental inheritance you know your wait you can get it, the it can, can tell me how much of my ancestry is dad's genetics oh not how much you're gonna get if mom or dad die <laughs> no it'd be weird if you could figure find that out there is no amount of money that would be able to replace them there is. It's fucking, they can't see you mouthing that. <laughs> I wasn't mouthing anything, you sick fuck. How uh, dare you joke at a con during a conversation like this? I'm trying to find... There's this one list that'll tell you... 
Knowing our luck, we'll get a bunch of money if mom or dad die, and then we'll find out they had some like weird addiction that they owed a bunch of money for, and we'll just break even at the end of it. Like grandma and her home shopping stuff. Oh, no, we knew that would go in. Yeah, We for knew sure. that for years. Oh, uh, it says, uh, oh, typical likelihood for a cat allergy yep. and dog allergy. Got that. I'm not really allergic to either, but I'm not usually around cats. Yeah, I wasn't allergic to cats till recently, so maybe maybe do a cat check. I mean, I hang well. Go, I haven't hung out in Megan Jim's for a go while. Take a couple hits off a cat and see what see what happens. Um, likely to consume less caffeine, which is fair. I went all last week without having coffee. I do a half a pot a day, or two cups, just whatever two cups is. There's usually stumps at the bottom. Yeah, I do two cups. Um, likely average or less movement in sleep. I do sleep like a zombie. Uh, 56% chance you do not have dimples. I don't. I don't either. 91% chance you don't have a cleft chin. We also don't have that. Don't have that. 73% chance you have had dandruff. And it's true. It's Oh, yeah. No, I... Uh, 52% chance of blue eyes. I have gray eyes. I got hazel, so I'm halfway there. There you go. What up? Yeah, dad has brown eyes, and it says I have a less than 1% chance of having brown eyes. Oh, wow. Like, mom's jeans are just like... Fucking pow, yeah. Built for tough. Well, that's... To be fair, if mom's family fought dad's family, I'd, I'd put my money on mom's family. Oh, our family wouldn't even... Dad's family wouldn't even show up. They, no, they wouldn't. They'd be like, I don't... I'm not a fighter. No. Can we... If we what if we talked about it? What if we... Or talk, not talked about it for years. Or what? <laughs> and then brought it up at a Christmas dinner <laughs> in a rant that I have prepared. Uh, oh man it says we have a 59 percent chance that our ring finger is longer than our index finger holy fuck i never noticed that till the last podcast when we talked about this but both of mine are like that my ring my index finger is longer on my left hand but my ring finger is longer on my right hand oh now my left hand ring finger is definitely longer oh no that's why i'm such a good clapper uh, that's why I'm a terrible pointer. As a dog or as a indicator? E- either one. People are like, use your long finger. I'm like, shut up. <laughs> oh, wait, I have, there's more. There's also like, I want to find, there's this little tab that tells you it's like, you're prone to liking cilantro. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I wonder if it'd be hilarious if I get mine and they're like, you love vegetables. I'm like, no fuck I do, 23 and me. <laughs> it says we have a high chance of having... Stretch marks. Oh, yeah. No, I already got them. You have stretch marks as a guy? Uh, I, I don't know. I haven't checked back there recently, but I got them on my butt when I was like in my 20s. And I remember going to grandma because she worked at that skin. Remember she worked at that skin doctor? Uh-huh. And I'm like, grandma, if you can you tell me what these are? And she goes, oh, honey, those are stretch marks. I was like, oh. She goes, yeah, grandma's got them on her boobs. And I was like, okay, fucking, okay. Great. Great. <laughs> Cool. Right, well, welcome back. Welcome back. Bienvenidos. I am Chris. I'm Andy. We are siblings. Yep. And this is our podcast. Round two, baby. Round dose of episode one oh dose. Uh, I don't even know. I don't know how to say anything past 99 in Spanish. I don't either. Uh, or 10 for that. To be fair, six. Uh. <laughs> Honestly... I don't even know what one is in any language. 
I just start with two <laughs> all the time. I don't see prime numbers. No, I don't. They, they don't exist. Uh, uh, well, anyway, how was your weekend? Uh, my weekend was good. Uh, Friday night, I went and saw a movie that I don't remember the end of. Uh, <laughs> oh, fun. So you had a lot of fun at that movie. Oh, yeah. Was it outdoors? Where was it? It was in a theater in Van Nuys. Okay. And I was like, if I'm going to get shot in a movie theater, this is the one. Of course. No, anyone, that's what you thought anytime you walked into a theater in Van Nuys, even before there were theater shootings. Oh, for sure. Yeah. It uh, was super gross. It remind, It was like dead ass like the Cinemark and Miriam when you walk in the front. Okay. But like... With only with half the amount of doors, but like okay. same interior hasn't been updated since Cinemark was built. Okay, so like a nineties, like yeah, like a nineties movie theater. Yeah, but it was laid out exactly the same way. And where were, what were you seeing? Conjuring Three, Devil made me do it. Was this a spooky dudes? It was a spooky dudes. So was we, this your first jaunt out into the world since? The Pandy, post-Pandy? No, we went and saw the Hot Tig movie. Oh, that's right. And then we also recently saw Quiet Place 3. Two. Two, yeah. And then we're now we Unless saw Conjuring Unless you saw 3. one that we haven't got to see yet. No, no. Yeah. It's just the one I'm filming in my apartment. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, it's it was good. And I'm like... I now have seen every single film in the Conjuring universe, which I think is like 11 films. Wait, you said you saw Conjuring 3. Yeah, but then you have the Annabelle movies, which are in the same world. Oh, okay. Um, and I watched the first Annabelle movie. Terrible. I hated it. The doll didn't move the whole time. Spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't move the whole time. And they were like, but it's like the spirit was what was moving the doll. I was like, but the doll never fucking moved. <laughs> It was no. I was not suspect. It was not suspenseful. I hated it. It was a waste of time. It was just an hour and a half long setup. We lost. We lost our animatronic budget. Oh, we'll make it work. We'll make it work. It's like an M Night Shyamalan twist, but that never happens. <laughs> Ooh, meta twist. <laughs> but so the I watched. Was, there was no twist. There was no twist, and also Curse of Law Yorona is also in that world. Oh, okay. So there's a lot of them. So I watched the. I never saw Curse of Law. I saw Print Law, which is where they just wrote in regular writing. Not cursive. You've <laughs> been I, doing this for an hour. I saw the period piece <laughs> Calligraphy Law. And. <laughs> I'm going to drink another one of those beers before this is over. Don't, because then I'm going to have some and I have a date and I'm going to show up and I'm going to be raring to go. Oh, well. Hey, lady, you want to see me put these two chopsticks in my face like a walrus? <laughs> Are you going to Sugarfish? Fuck yeah. I had it for lunch. Oh, nice. Wink, wonk, wink, wink wonk. Wink, wonk, wink, wonk. <laughs> um... Yeah, but the last two Annabelle movies are very good. Okay. Annabelle Creation, which is a prequel, and then Annabelle Comes Home. Great movies. Yeah, but not the first one. Not the first one, and I brushed them off, and I feel bad about it. Not really. They're really good. Wow. So I'm fully caught up on that. Wow. And then they come out with Conjuring 3, and it's like all the space has been filled in. 
You would think that, Chris. Yeah. But the movie starts, I'm like, who's that guy? <laughs> and they're like, you don't remember him from the first Conjuring movie? I'm like, no. They're like, we just watched it together three months ago. I was like, still a no. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> There's usually like a lot of wine and a lot of weed involved when we watch a there scary movie. There would have to be. There would have to be. I don't, you know, you know me. Not the biggest scary movie person. That being said, if I'm at a movie showing party, and people are like, we're watching a horror movie. I don't say nay. Yeah. I say yay. Yeah. Uh, that's how I saw the Final Destination movies. Oh, uh, they are good, though. Just by show. Oh, they were so funny. Yeah, no, that's why. They are so funny. That's why we like spooky dudes, because it's really just us riffing. I don't know if it's one or two, but the one where the girl's like, I'm not fucking going to be scared about any of this shit. And then just gets plowed by the bus and there's all the blood all over the people. <laughs> I laughed. No one else laughed. I laughed very hard. Yeah, I laugh at a lot of inopportune times during the spooky dudes when we go see them in theaters. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm sure I've told this story, but when the first time I saw Saving Private Ryan was in a theater. And have I told the story about... Oh, how you laughed? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. So... Uh, anywho, uh, so that was Friday. What'd you do? So anything after the movie? Did you do like a post conjuring yeah, we, trace? Yeah, we went to a bar in Sherman Oaks called the Woodman for a drink. And you would have thought there was not a pandemic going on. And we were like, Man, let's get out of here. Yeah. It was packed. Oh, jammed. Like you wouldn't even want to be there pre pandy. Oh no. Yeah. No, no, no. Not a, not a, not a fun crowd. Uh, Not a cool crowd. So you bounced. So then we went back to my place and hung out there and just got very drunk. Oh, nice. <clears throat> but the there... thing is, we got drunk before the movie, too. Did you Uber? Well, we went and had dinner at Mexicali. Yeah. And Matt, Matt was our driver. Aye. And so Meg and I drank a significant amount for the film. And then when we went back to my apartment, Matt tagged up. Tagged up. <laughs> And then what did you do Saturday? Uh, I know what you did during the evening because I was there for part of it. Did you do anything during the day? Yeah, we worked out and then I barfed in the in the Smordinsky's oh, yard. That's right. We did. My subconscious shut that down because <laughs> that workout was awful. It was so hard. I didn't like any of it. And uh, the worst part was at the end, uh, I was waiting to go do more burpee <laughs> box jump overs. <laughs> All I hear is Andy around the corner going, ah, ah, Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. Is that? Oh, there's more. Oh, is it my turn? Great. <laughs> Oh, man, I finally got you back for the trash can incident. <laughs> the orange fire hydrant of fun. <laughs> the fucking buffalo chicken quesadilla and the orange Fanta fire uh, hydrant. Man, I want a buffalo chicken quesadilla so bad right now. That sounds so good. I know. I wonder if she wants to go to wherever the fuck there's one of those. Probably Big Wings in North Hollywood. Oh, yeah. Are they open? Yeah, I don't think I'm going to make that turn. Hey, you know, no way. you know, I you know, I said, let's go to a fancy sushi. What about a shitty sports bar? 
Daddy wants a quesadilla. How do you feel about sticky menus? <laughs> and seats and tables. <laughs> and just an overall humidity in the air. Uh, <laughs> come on, we'll go and I'll tell you how I watched KU get their ass kicked in the final four here. Oh, God, that was so hard to watch. That was a year... Was it Gonzaga or Villanova just went nuts? Where's Villanova? Uh, we were down by 20 before we knew it. But anyway, Saturday night, uh, I, our friend Aubrey, who's a featured member of our conversation, mm-hmm. uh, put on a fundraiser mm-hmm. for a production she's trying to put on. Yep. And uh, she asked me to be a part of it, uh, to do comedy, and I said I would. However... Uh, due to scheduling, I needed to go up at a certain time, and she even got me up early. Anyway, uh, I'll tell that part when I'm talking about my weekend. Anyway, uh, how I I had to just show up and go, uh, but how was the Why show? You, no, you tell you tell your part about it because you were like very early on in the evening, and then I'll tell you how the rest of it went. So first was a guy uh, who who was told who was introduced as a poet. And then, uh, which means he uh, has songs that uh, don't have a chorus and go on forever. And uh, it was very Bob Dylan esque. It was very Bob Dylan esque, but also meets the Mountain Goats. Yes, and uh, he was the. That being said, I had a lot of fun watching him. He was very enjoyable. He was yeah, it was fun to watch. Uh, and then Aubrey comes up. She's like, you want to go up right now? I was like, absolutely. So I went up. And uh, it actually went a lot better than I thought it was going to because I was like, oh, these people are here to see a bunch of things like poetry and all that stuff. So they may not be in the mood for cynical jokes about not being able to find love. <laughs> and uh, so I kind of I was like. The whole thing was in the parking lot of an apartment building. Uh, P.S. Which was some kind of like artist commune. Like, I don't know what it is. That place was weird. Anywho, uh, I walked on stage and I was like, hey, thanks for accommodating me and putting me up early. I have three other parking lots I have to do tonight. (laughs) <laughs> and uh, everybody laughed, and I was like, oh, okay, this is going to go well. And it actually went very well. Uh, everyone laughed because uh, I'm sure a lot of those people were also looking uh, for love. So, uh, but yeah, I literally did the set and waved at my friends. And then as I was walking to my car, and then Andy can take it from there. So, Aubrey told me that the girlfriend of the director got hammered. Oh, yeah? Got hammered and was talking to Aubrey. And Aubrey was like, oh, yeah, my friend was a comedian. She was like, oh, the one who did the jokes about the woman with mental illness who drove her family off of a cliff? That comedian. (laughs) And Aubrey was like, yeah, he's one of my closest friends. (laughs) (laughs) And then she continued to just, like, keep trying to talk shit to people that didn't want to hear it. Oh, wow. Because she was so offended and everyone's like, we thought it was funny. And she was like, well, it wasn't. There's always one. Oh, she was and, hammered. And she's always drunk. It's never a sober woman. Um, there was some other quote unquote musicians. Um, there was a girl who screamed a lot about setting a car on fire. This guy's car on fire. Uh, okay. There was another female comic who was very funny. Was that Carrie Underwood? No. 
Nope. She looked like a, a New York black and white cookie on her hair. Okay. And then she looked like a Magic Castle magician on the rest of her outfit. Okay. Uh, and then also platform Doc Martens. Well, if you're going to do it. Yeah, it was interesting. I really enjoyed it because I like angry girl music and I've thoroughly enjoyed watching a girl be angry on stage. That being said, uh, after hearing the song and seeing the girl, you think she set a car on fire? Oh, well, she's absolutely set a car on fire. She also told us a story about how she used to date Lil Xan. Oh, okay. Who inspired my name, my SoundCloud rapper Lil named Zandy. Lil Zandy. Yeah, yeah. Um, so anyone who's dated him... Not to be trifled with. Okay. Yeah. And then there was, they capped it all off with an improv group who weren't mic'd. Oh, yeah, that's tough. And it was the end of the night and every, you know, everyone had been drinking and like more people had shown up. And so it's just like, there were people who were standing room only like by the ends. And it was just like, I was online for the bathroom and I was having a conversation with black and white cookie girl. And I was like, oh, you were really entertaining. And some guy came in. He was like, can you guys keep it down? There's a show going on outside. I'm like, fucking give them mics. <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> this is so ridiculous. So anyway, Meg and Justin came over to my place afterwards, and we had to decompress about that improv show because it was so long. Oh, they, they went over there 10 minutes? It felt like it was 20. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's the thing about bad comedy. It always seems like it's going on a lot longer than it has. But they were like the pros of UCB, but also, you know, that just means your parents have a couple grand. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then what'd you do on Sunday? Recovered until Aubrey came over and then we watched F Boy Island. How is it? It's great. Yeah. It's great. It's really good. Nikki takes it a little too seriously, but I think she has to. Yeah, I think she's taking. I feel like it's a tongue in cheek serious. Oh, for sh- it absolutely is. Oh, okay, great. But even even with that being said, it's a little, a little too punchy. Okay. Um, but the the talent or the cast the casting is phenomenal. Okay. So it's these twenty four guys who are competing for love with these three women, and these three women week in week out or like day in day out, I guess. Really, they eliminate one guy. And they have to, they have to like figure out if he's a fuck boy, if he's a nice guy. And there's twelve fuck boys and twelve good guys. Oh, okay. And so they have gotten rid of so many good guys <laughs> because these girls are fuck boy bait. Like oh, they yeah, are yeah. not fuck bait. They yeah, they look like club promoters or oh, like yeah. shop girls. Um, one of them is smart. The other two are not super bright. Okay. Um. It's 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 really good. <laughs> it's so good. They're like, oh, I thought he was a nice guy. It's like, yeah, you would. You would. You would. Aubrey and I, every time, we're like, fuck boy, fuck boy, fuck boy, fuck boy, fuck boy. And we've been right every time. <laughs> every time. <laughs> oh, man. How oh, was your weekend? My weekend was hectic. It was very hectic. Uh, Friday, I uh, had... I just made a bad mistake. I was going over to the west side and then to Huntington Beach, but I had some time to kill. I was like, I'll be, and I checked the time. I checked the traffic. I was like, oh, I'll just come right back. I'll be able to hang out for half an hour and then I'll go down to Huntington Beach. And then, of course, like, oh, hey, dum-dum, it's Friday. And as the day goes on, 
it's uh, going to get a lot worse. And so literally uh, got done with the podcast and looked down the traffic. I was like, I literally have enough time to go home, make a sandwich and get back in the car with all my shit. Uh, so I did the I did another IG session live with uh, my friend Christian and uh, and Matt Farah. And we did Smashing Pumpkin Zero, which was great. Which one is that? Uh, shit. I there don't... goes my zero. Uh, Watch him as it goes. Uh, yeah. No, it's not that one. Uh, is that even Smashing Pumpkins? No, that's Foo Fighters. Oh, okay. Uh, but yeah, we did that one, and then I had to rush back, and then rush all the way down to Huntington Beach, which took all of two hours, and then uh, got to play music out for the first time in about nine years. Wow. And for the first time ever, just by myself, and it went okay. There were definitely moments that were great, and there were moments that weren't so great. And uh, But no, it went well, and by the time I got done with that, I had time to go do my set at Westside Comedy Club, where... I've never I, even heard of that. It's in an alley on the promenade, and it used to be like a really dark alley that you just like had to know that the comedy club was there, and now it's been kind of built up and... Uh, cleaned up but uh yeah it was fine i met a i met a girl there she's a comic she's british she grew up in hong kong and she's a lawyer like it was like she had the most like amazing life ever and i was like and now you're here doing 12 minutes of stand-up comedy and uh is that who you're having fancy sushi with no no very not so the this girl's not a comic she's in escrow She's an escort? Escrow. She's a house? No, she's in the escrow business. Ah! Yeah. I didn't know if you were still waiting for your payment to go through. On my house that I don't have? Yeah, if she was an escrow. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Oh, like she was? was, Yeah. Oh, yeah. You said she's an escrow. No, no, no. She is in escrow, yes. And as soon as she clears escrow, I will own her. Great. Kind of. She's from Russia, so whatever the Russian word for escort is. Anyway, she gets here Tuesday. She's arriving to your place because I won't be in town. Katrina. That's what that's what Emmanuel says. Uh, And then uh, and then I got home and I made myself a steak and steak and some with some blue cheese. Mm -hmm. It was so good. Yeah, it looked great. It was so good under the bright, bright, bright lab lights of your kitchen. Fuck yeah, keep it sterile. Uh, and then Saturday I did the, I had three spots scheduled in 90 minutes and, uh, I got that done. I got that luckily cause Aubrey went, it was supposed to be show at seven, then Aubrey's thing, then comedy store. And then about five 30, uh, I found out via the internet that they had combined the seven and the 10 to an eight o'clock show. Oh, how nice of the promoters to let you know. Oh, yeah. And I found out. So I had to, like, text Adam Ray and be like, hey, is this show at 8 now? He's like, yeah. And I'm like, great. So then I ran did Aubrey Singh, ran did Supernova, and then did the Comedy Store, which was running late. I uh, had a beautiful talk with uh, Whitney Cummings. Nice. I hadn't talked to her in a long time. And then came back here. and uh, Or maybe that was Steak Night. I don't remember which night was Steak Night. I think Friday might have been... Saturday was steak night. Saturday was steak night because I'm almost 90% sure Friday was Dave's. 
And uh, and then you say you're not going to go back, and you keep going back. Keep going back. Although, man, was it hot this time. <laughs> and uh, also, thanks to everybody that came out to the shows. Uh, Sunday, I played softball with a different group than I normally play softball with, and uh, woof. Uh, I didn't. I didn't think like. People like this existed. I showed up and they were like, oh, there's a no hustle rule. And what does that mean? They were like, just, you know, if you got a double, don't try to stretch it into three because we don't want to hurt anybody. And I'm like, but also that's what's fun about softball like, yeah. is to be aggressive and to like have fun and try to win. And uh, also I'm looking around. This is a girl's softball field. Like a bunch of us are going to hit home runs. Yeah. Like this is like a make a wish thing. Yeah. And uh first pitch granted, not the first pitch, but my first at bat, I uh, hit one and I was like, as soon as I hit it, I was like, Oh, that's gone. So I got to like, feel like Mike trout for a second, just hit it and look away and be like, that ball's gone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but other than that, it wasn't fun. And then, uh, <laughs> uh, Sunday, uh, night, uh, Sunday afternoon, uh, Brad, Adam Ray, Brad Williams, who you heard on the hundredth episode, Adam Ray and I drank at Adam or at Brad's house. And it was fun cause we were just having a good time and we knew that the, like they had shit to do, but they didn't really give us a countdown. Uh, Brad, Brad just looked at us at one point. He goes like, well, the baby's got to go to sleep. So you guys got to go. And I was like, Oh, okay. I'll get an Uber. <laughs> And Adam's like, I'll take it. And I was like, great. And so, uh, and then what did I do last night? Something. No, maybe I did get to just hang out. Oh, I was drunk, so I ordered Taco Bell. Oh, nice. Oh, and I watched the uh, Limp Biscuit 99. Oh, it's a good, it's or a the, good doc. The Woodstock 99 thing. A lot of 90s titties. A lot of titties. Uh, you, you didn't also tell me a lot of flea dick. Yeah. Oh, man, that thing was flopping around. Oh, man, Flea's dick. Flea, if you don't know, is the bass player for the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Red Hot Chili Peppers, especially 99, like to come out on stage naked or with socks on their dicks. Uh, this particular time, Anthony Kiedis was dressed, uh, uh, and you thought uh, Flea was covered in some way. Nope. Uh, no, and then he pulls his bass back, and there's there's Flea's dick, and it's just flopping around. Oh, do you know, I went on to the internet to find, like, framed photography of Flea, like, doing the high kick in the air. Oh, yeah? With his dick out. I want that in my apartment so bad. <laughs> <laughs> I want that framed in my apartment so... It's such a badass picture. Yeah. And also, dick and balls. Dick and balls. <laughs> so you look close enough, because my guests are going to come over, they're going to be like, is that... Oh, yeah, that's... Is that a that's Flea's dick. That's Flea's dick. Is this Woodstock 99? Uh, also, it's like, uh, it was fun to watch all those dudes just writhe around and shit and think it was hilarious. And you're like, oh, no, that's 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 not mud, bro. Oh, God. That's not mud. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that, was, that was some dark times. Dark times. And, like, man, who knew the front man from Corn was going to be the voice of reason? Yeah. Um, a lot of a lot of lead singers had to be like, "Hey, please don't grope that girl." Yeah, and uh, a lot of guys were like, "No, no, no, 
That's what we here for. That's what we here for. Yeah, a uh, lot of rape at 99. Man, that promoter was just like, yeah, some people had some bad times, but, you know, everybody else had a great time. Unless you're coming with a solution to the problem, don't come at me with more problems. <laughs> It and then like, it's like, but there's rape. There's rape. Well, we have solutions, but like, it's also your job to do that. It's also, we just thought the rape thing was a given. <laughs> uh, but yeah, if you haven't seen it, check it out. Also check out three, two, one, uh, the Paul McCartney, Rick Rubin thing. Cause it's good. every episode is just like, God damn. And Paul McCartney is a motherfucker bass player. Really? Can we just talk about that? His, like, you don't realize it until, like, Rick Rubin mentions, like, this is an insane bass part for the song that's going on. Mm-hmm. And Paul's like, oh, you know, I just, I just, this is what I wanted to play, you know? And you're just like, you're a fucking genius. Yeah. Uh, but it's also fucking really vegans, cool. vegans, man. It's really cool to see how much Paul still loves that music. Yeah. Because he's still bopping around and singing all the words and, and he knows all the changes. Mm-hmm. Oh, beautiful, beautiful stuff. I wouldn't remember any of it. I cannot wait. It's happening. Oh, no, they pushed it to November, didn't they? Yeah, Thanksgiving. The that Get Back movie. docuseries on Disney+. Plus. I probably need a Beatles break. I probably need a Beatles break. I need to catch up. I still need to know what happens to the semi-lesbian on fucking Hacks and, uh, and what happened. <laughs> What happened in 1971? What a funny thing to call a bisexual person. A semi-lesbian? <laughs> That's great. Yeah. That's funny. Thank you. Quarter uh, beef? Quarter beef? Shall we? Uh, listen to mail time. Ba-da-da-da. Remember, if you have questions, concerns, uh, need life advice. We're really good at life. Mm. Mm-hmm. Send it to one millionth pod. That's one million with the th and pod uh, at gmail.com and we may or may not read them right here on the pod. Mm-hmm. This first one from Tamara. Question for Chris. She says, "Dear Chris and Andy, I didn't even know y'all had a podcast until Chris mentioned it at one of his shows. See, I talk about it. <laughs> I've been listening to your podcast chronological order ever since, and I'm starting." Uh, okay, let me try that sentence again. I've been listening to your podcast in chronological order ever since, and I'm starting to feel like I'm getting to know both of you, which is weird. To me, you're a friend, but to you, I'm probably a psycho fan. Sorry, not sorry. Well, I don't think you're psycho I yet. I don't, I don't know. Unless she sent a picture of like a knife. Oh, yeah. Or like us walking out of our houses or something. Ooh, yeah, that'd be tough. Uh, Chris, you are responsible for the hardest. My stomach aches and I'm going to pee myself laughs I've ever had. Well, you're welcome. And because you made me laugh so many times, I'm fascinated by what makes you laugh. Uh, Mainly people getting hurt, getting kicked in the balls. Ugh, kids getting hurt. That Instagram account is my favorite. Girls getting hurt is really good. Um, You know, I'll turn ridiculousness on on silent because I can only handle so much of that chick's laugh. Um, Or that chick in general. Uh... Uh, I watched some Ugly and Angry the other day for some reason, and that made me laugh. Uh, Burt Kreischer makes me laugh. Andy makes me laugh. My dad and mom make me laugh. Uh, yeah. People that are around me make me laugh. I usually don't hang out with people that don't make me laugh. Uh, Tamara says, I've often laughed 
laughed out loud at my own shit after a couple of cocktails and a smoke session. I'm not even a comic. That's usually how it works. Yeah. So I'm curious to know which of your jokes is your personal favorite and or made you laugh out loud. Well, they all made me laugh out loud when I wrote them. That's why I told them. Uh, that's how that works. Just FYI. Uh, have you ever had a difficult time keeping a straight face while telling one of your jokes? Really love to know. Yeah, all the time. Like, <laughs> even... No one thinks Chris is funnier than Chris. No, that's a thousand percent true. Uh, I'm great. Uh, but yeah, they all make me laugh. Still to this day, there are certain jokes that make me laugh. Uh, the one I do now where I say uh, I had a girlfriend for a long time that loved me and supported me and I left her because she was annoying and I didn't like her. Uh, that makes me laugh mainly cause it's not a hundred percent true. And I was pretty succinct though but it's fucking, about the things that are true. It's fucking funny. <laughs> uh, she was at a show that I did this weekend and I took that joke out just cause I didn't want to deal with it. <laughs> did she cry this time? No, but it was not. It was not normal at all. I also heard that she might have called a radio station and told people that I was a narcissistic abuser. Good, ti- good times. This next one's from Dustin. Oh, man. My, oh. Man, I, I wish I would have said something different when I called the radio station. <laughs> Open wide, Dustin says. Hey, Porters, I had, an, I had an idea to make a logo for an outdoor company. It only seemed right to turn one of Andy's catchphrases into a picture. Take a look. People aren't regulars of the one millionth pod didn't get it, and I'm curious if you or any of your friends can see the fate phrase. This is completely original, unlike most of what I Photoshop. So feel free to share. Happy trails, Dustin. Man, let's see if I can make it whole. There it is. South. I mouth? think I think it's South Mouth. Is it? But those are balls. Yeah, I think it's trying to be a tongue south mouth oh yeah it's a tongue it's a cartoon tongue south mouth south mouth and it looks like boobs Dude, or two we, buttholes real close together we love it dustin we'll put it on the uh, instagram don't forget to follow us on instagram because remember when we do pods and we have visual aids we put them on the instagrams that's at will that's at one millionth pod that's all words one million with a th and a pod also don't forget the more followers we have the more people will <laughs> Give us money. Mm, I love money. Uh, this next one's from Joshua. Life advice again, he says. Hey, Andy and Chris. <laughs> the way you said that was so funny. Life advice again, he says. <laughs> hey, Andy and Chris, exclamation point. Mm. I was listening to the 100th episode, and I got into John Mayer the exact same way Chris did. This happened during a rough period in my life when I also reached out to you guys for life advice, and it actually worked out. So I wanted to say thank you. Oh, wow. Look at us. Chris, what song sold you? For me, it was In the Blood. Oh, for me, it was Gravity. That song punched me in the fucking dick. Uh, the real reason for the email is for more life advice, he says. I have a new girlfriend now, and things are going well. Her looks are a good mix of both her parents, but during certain sexual activities, she looks exactly like her mother, and I can't make eye contact. Mm. Well, it hasn't been brought up yet, but should that happen, do I tell the truth? Because I don't want her to stop. Can't wait to tell her both of your responses slash jokes. Fuck you. Come on by, Josh. Uh, I'm going to go first on this one. Uh, I can't wait to hear this. Never tell a woman that she is anything like her mother. Um, 
My mom, Annie and my mom have a really good relationship. That is very rare. Uh, if you were to tell my aunt that she was anything like her mother, fuck off. Fuck. Yeah. You would never, she wouldn't speak to you for days. So I would, if she's got a good relationship with her mom, maybe I fucking, I don't even know if you want to say that. I don't know if you want to, I, I think you're just going to have to fucking bear down and just look her in her eye and maybe fucking have a little mom fantasy while it's happening. Cause fucking, I, I don't think that's what you're going to, I don't, I don't, Andy. Uh, that's a tough one. That means don't. That means don't. I mean, yeah, it means don't. But also like if it were me, I do have a good relationship with my mom. Maybe she does too. Then I would be like, yeah, let me know. Or just like flip me over, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking. Or, or you could tell her, could, how does she feel about it, uh, being a gimp? You could put a gimp mask on her. Oh, okay. You yeah, know? There's that. Or a little paper bag. Or any other mask that's maybe not a gimp. <laughs> I guess that could be it. <laughs> uh, maybe you could say that you have a fantasy of being blindfolded so you didn't even have to look at her. <laughs> yeah, but that's how you end up getting pegged and you don't know. <laughs> Maybe he does like it. <laughs> There's only one way to find Maybe out. Maybe he's about to discover John Mayer of the back door. Experiment failed. In the blood. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she brought it all back. Did you see that? Did you see that? All right. Except it's in the butt. Except it's in the butt. <sighs> uh, uh, boop. Uh, as always, our pod and the and listener mail are brought to you by That's right. Go to bagattacksnacks.com and get yourself some healthy ass snacks. Tell them what happens when you go to the website. Healthy ass snacks. They're snacks for your ass. When you enter in the promo code one millionth pod, when you go to check out, you will get twenty five percent off your whole order. That's right, one millionth pod. That's all words. One million with T H and P O D. Buy four things that are equally priced. Pay for three. That's how twenty five percent off works. Oh, what up? What up? Oh, what's up? What's 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 all right. So, um, sometimes people break up. Some people. Sometimes people get divorced. Uh, and when people get divorced, sometimes people call each other names. Uh, sometimes oh, yeah. when sometimes when men are mad at a woman, they call her a hooker. You fucking hooker. You dumb hooker. Well, a bitter divorce between a top New York City spine surgeon and his wife. Uh, when he said that, he meant it. Because she was one. Uh, he alleged that his 32-year-old wife had pocketed nearly $700,000 in cash from John since their... Oh, they got married on my birthday. <laughs> they got married on November 27th, 2015. Uh, Andy, who won the World Series in 2015? That would be the Kansas City Royals, You're goddamn Chris. right it was. Uh, anywho, uh, so that's uh, almost six years uh, she's made seven hundred grand. Uh, she's been putting it. Uh, she told him uh, 
she, they were investments for uh, uh, from VCs. In cash? In cash. <laughs> and uh, I'm sure, I think she was uh, cash deposit, $675,000 in cash deposits from 2015 to 2021, with many checks coming from a New Jersey real estate executive, as well as a lighting director's UK-based company, according to the document. <laughs> so, I mean, she was paying taxes on it. It was all on the up and up. Not only that, uh, she used to be Miss Connecticut. She was Miss Connecticut USA in 2011. Oh, wow. Uh, allegedly covered up her secret sex work by telling her everybody she had a tech startup and was receiving venture capital funding, the documents say. She also claimed to have to travel for work and that she was going out with girlfriends, but she was actually going out to fuck dudes for money. Now, uh, honestly, she looks worth the she looks worth that price point she looks like leah lamar i wonder what that price point is because i mean i know high-end whores are like 1500 i mean i'm sure they go up into the tens of 15 grand but i mean if it's if she's making three grand a fuck let's say let's say five grand let's give her five grand a fuck that's still a lot of fucking yeah that's 20 fucks on top of what she's got to do at home. Maybe she wasn't doing anything at home. And he was like, you know what? She's not going to get me that boat. Yeah. And also, I wonder how he found out. It was like, oh, there's a dude's business card in your underwear. Um, what's this about? <laughs> also, my buddy told me to tell you that uh, he'll get you your money. I don't know what that means. <laughs> And then he told me to smack you on the ass and wink. And yeah. he said, you know what that means. Everyone's been asking for your Venmo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, all right. So. Uh, you ever been to Muskogee? Oklahoma? Nope. Nope. It's not where this place is. Norton Shores, Michigan? No, I have not been there. Uh, well, a Muskegon man. Maybe he's from the Oklahoma part. Yeah. And he just recently moved to Michigan. But he is uh, started a backyard project and then realized oh, his cement pad just off his sliding glass door was sloping on his okay. house. So he didn't want to hire a contractor to come and break down this stairway and into the cement way just to redo it all. He want, He's just like, I'm just going to do it myself. He said I had a couple of hours on my ham, so I wanted to take a sledgehammer to it. And honestly, who wouldn't want to do right. that? That sounds super fun. If I, I just found out his wife was a high-priced hooker, might as well get into it. <laughs> so once he got the top slab of concrete removed, he found uh, what was actually making up the foundation of his house. 158 bowling balls. Wait, what? <laughs> he discovered... 158 bowling balls buried under a concrete stairway. I guess that's not the foundation of his house, but the foundation of this back patio. Yeah. Full of bowling balls and went deeper and deeper the more he pulled out. He pulled out 158 bowling balls. And that was the foundation of his house. It was the it was the foundation. It was like what they built this like back patio foundation out of. Wow. <laughs> I want to know where a guy was like, what are we going to do with all these bowling balls? Well, Gary needs a patio. Fucking what? So, back in. Turns out my wife bought a bowling ball every time she fucked a dude. 
and she put them all under the patio. <laughs> um, so they're all Brunswick balls. Cool. And uh, they told him, uh, some contractors told him that back in the 50s, they used to make damaged bowling balls available for people to take for free and use as landfill. Oh. But yeah, I don't know. So check under your house, folks. Yeah, you might be sitting on a might, ball mine. You might have gotten Brunswicked. <laughs> I bet you could sell those for a pretty penny. I bet you could. Or you could put a couple of them into a pillow sack and become a murderer. You like a crack bowling ball that was fucking buried for a long time? Boy, do I got something for you. <laughs> you know what there's not enough of? And the year after a pandemic. Bowling balls. Unused bowling balls. Unused uh, bowling balls that no one could sell. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, there's plenty of them now. Mm-hmm. Well, that was fun. That was fun. We uh, learned something and we gained something. I'm so tired. <laughs> uh, you can find Andy on Instagram at Andy Port. Nope. Nope, just Andy Port. And you can find her on Twitter. At Andy Porter. Also, I have some. You right? Yeah, I'm, I think I might be dying, but we'll get through it. Uh, and you can find the pod on Twitter at the number one in the words millionth pod. You can find Chris on Twitter and Instagram at I am Chris Porter. And you can find the pod on Twitter at the number one in the words millionth pod. That's not the one you said, right? No, that is the one I said. You can find the pod on Instagram at one millionth pod. That's all words. One million with a TH and a POD. And I will be in Dallas this weekend. So check me out at hyenas. And then next week, I'm somewhere else called Austin for a night. Come on. Let's get between us. Come on. Something penis. Something penis. <laughs> Uh, you can find something out. penis is the name of the pause, <laughs> the name of the episode. <laughs> uh, go to Chris Porter for all of my dates. As always, I am Chris Porter. I'm Andy Porter. Uh, this has been the one millionth podcast. Fuck you. Come on by if you're vaccinated. Doop, Let's see Graham Parsons cover that. Right? He's dead.